we are starting a new series. It's called That's in the Bible. We're going to talk about some stories that even if you grew up in church, you may or may not have heard. Hopefully you haven't. And uh, how they can relate to our lives. So tonight we're going to jump right into this. I'm going to tell you guys a story. Here's a story of a lovely lady. No. Um, yes, a story. Okay. It's about a dude named Hosea. Okay. Now, Hosea is a prophet. No, it's Hosea. Yes. Hosea is a prophet. He, uh, he did write a book of the Bible that has his name on it. Okay. Um, and he gets a weird thing from God. God tells him to do a strange thing. God tells Hosea to marry a promiscuous woman. Does anybody know what promiscuous means? Basically, yeah. It's a woman who sleeps with a lot of different dudes. Okay. So don't go to those yet. That's for later. It's a... Uh, yeah, God tells Hosea to marry this woman who sleeps with a lot of dudes. Now, how many of you, when you are looking for a guy or girl to go out with, you're looking for somebody who sleeps with a lot of people? Lies. Nobody looks for that. You can put your hand down, Harley. All right, nobody wants that. But that's what God tells them to do. He says, hey, marry this woman who sleeps with a lot of women or with a lot of dudes. That's weird. So he does. Or he marries this girl. And they have some kids, okay? They have three kids. They have a son, a daughter, and another son. But then after they've had the kids and they've been married for a while, she goes back to her old life. She goes back to how she was before, okay? And so this is weird now because they're married, but she's sleeping with all these other dudes. And Hosea has to actually buy her back from this guy, okay? She's so in deep into what she's doing that she can't get out of it without being paid for. He literally has to pay money to get her back. And he does that. That's exactly what he does. And this is weird. You're like, really? This is a prophet marrying this woman who's sleeping around and he's got to buy her back. This is some strange stuff here. But it really applies to our life in a really obvious way. So check this out. You guys have heard me talk a bunch of times about why we were created. Genesis 3 verse 8 says, the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden of the cool of the day. Okay, God wants to communicate with us. He was walking in the garden with Mary and Joseph, or with Adam and Eve. That's cool. Okay, God wants relationship with us. And that's exactly what happened with Hosea. He started a relationship with this woman. Yeah, it was kind of a rocky start. It wasn't probably what he had always dreamed about. But it was a beginning relationship. Things seemed to be going well. They have some kids, you know. Things are going all right. Okay, just like when God began his relationship with us. Okay, but then Adam and Eve, just like this woman, Starts to put other things in front of that relationship. Okay, this woman starts to put all these other guys in front of her marriage. She starts to go back to all these other guys and go back to her old, her old way of life. Okay, and just like that, okay, we tend to do the same thing. Okay, we pick stuff instead of God. We sin. Sinning is doing things that are outside the will of God and outside his plan. And so just like this woman went out of the plan of their relationship, she went outside of that. We do the same thing. Romans 3.23 says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We all screwed up our relationship with God at some point, right? We're all, all of us at some point have done that. And many of us, this is, this is where we live in this process. We've begun a relationship with God, many of us, but we're constantly falling down. We're constantly screwing up and we're constantly messing it up, okay? And many of us sit like that. But here's the cool thing, okay? God tells 
uh, Hosea in Hosea 3 verse 1, go and love her despite her position. He says, despite the fact that she's doing all this stuff, go and love her anyways and be her husband anyways. Now that's weird, right? Like how many of you, when somebody makes you mad or they, they betray your trust or they, they script your relationship, what's the natural instinct to do? Yes, ma'am. Get mad. What'd you say? To fight. Yeah. I mean, you know, we certainly do what? Kill their dog. Well, that's harsh. Um, yeah, it did. But, uh, okay. So, so, but God tells Hosea, don't do that. Don't get angry, even though that's our natural reaction. He says, don't do that. Love her anyways. Okay, he says, love her no matter what. Love her despite the issues and despite the things that she's doing. And the Bible says that God did that for us. Romans 5, 8 tells us that God demonstrated his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait till we were perfect because none of us are and none of us are ever going to be. So while we were at our worst, while we were at our lowest point, that's when God loved us. Okay, that's when God paid the price for us and he sent Jesus. Okay, and Hosea had to, buy the, had to pay the price to get her back. He literally had to pay money. It says he bought her for 15 shekels of silver and about a homer and a lethic of barley. I don't know what shekels or homer or lethics are, but it was some money. He had to pay money and possessions to get his wife back. Okay, and we know that Jesus had to pay that price for us too by doing what? Yeah. By dying on the cross, exactly. Colossians 2 tells us, when you were dead in your sins, again, we go back to that while we were still sinners, and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all of our sins, having canceled the charge. He paid for it. He canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. So God has done his part to get us back. God has paid the price to get us back. But many of us, some of us are still in that other spot. We're still over back on set three and step two where we're just constantly falling down or we're constantly severing that relationship. Okay, but the Bible tells us all we have to do to, uh, to have that relationship or to reset that relationship is in Romans 10, 9. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. Okay, it's not anything crazy. It's not anything, there's no magic words. There's no magic spell. There's no expediamus or anything like that. Simply this, you believe in your, you can declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you'll be saved. That relationship is restored. And some of us have to do that every day. I screw up every day and I have to ask for forgiveness every day. Okay, there's no one who is perfect and we all get like that. Okay, but we know that the benefits of doing that are great. That's the relationship that we were created for. Romans 8 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of Christ, from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, when we have that relationship with him, yeah, we have to constantly refresh it. We have to constantly restore it. We have to constantly reset Okay, but we're not really separated. We know that God continues to love us even when we're in our darkest hour. Even when we're struggling, even when we're fighting things and, and having these issues, we know that God loves us and he wants that relationship with us no matter what. So do me a favor, bow your heads and close your eyes real quick. Okay, nobody looking around, every eye closed. I just want to ask you this, and again, nobody's looking. Some of you tonight are in a place where you need to start that relationship for the first time maybe. You've never 
You've never declared with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Okay, you've, some of you have never done that. And tonight I want to give you that chance. We're not even going to say a prayer altogether. You just have the chance right now, privately, to say that to God. It doesn't even have to be out loud. God, God knows what we're thinking. He knows what's going on in our heads. And so you can just, you can just do that one-on-one. You and God right now can begin that relationship for the first time. Some of you guys need a refresher. You need a reset. You know, you've, you've had that relationship with God at, at, at some point, but you've struggled and you've fallen, and it's getting more and more difficult sometimes to keep it up. Okay, but it's not up to us to keep it up. That's what grace is. We don't have to do all the work. It's a relationship with God. And so if that's you right now, I just want you to, again, take, take a minute and restart that relationship. Okay, just right there, you by yourself, talking to God. Start it fresh. Start something new. Okay, and, and, and reset that relationship with God because that's what he wants. He wants to be in relationship with every one of us. I'm gonna pray real quick and, and, and then just keep your head bowed and your eyes closed after I pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for, uh, God, for what you did for us on that cross. Lord, I thank you for the example of Hosea of loving us when we're at our worst. God, of paying the price for us. Lord, I just... I'm so grateful for what you have done in our lives and, and what you did for us. And so tonight, God, I pray that as there are students right now, God, restarting that relationship or beginning it for the first time with you, God, remembering what you did for us and remembering how you paid for us and remembering how you loved us at our worst. God, I pray that you would just come into hearts tonight, Lord, that you would uh, just do a new thing, God, in our lives. God, that you would love us in a fresh way, you would give us a fresh anointing and a fresh revelation of your spirit. God, we love you. So with every head bowed still and every eye closed, nobody looking around, really quick, I want to ask you, again, there's nobody looking around. So if you tonight for the first time said that prayer, you began that relationship with God for the very first time, if you'll just slip your hand up, if there's anybody who did that for the first time. Now if you rededicated tonight. You started afresh and anew again, even though you've had that relationship before. You had to, you had to repent of some things and you had to ask forgiveness for some things, but, but you began that relationship again tonight. If that's you, just do me a favor and slip your hand up. Good, I see a couple of hands. Awesome. See, here's the thing, guys. God loves you and he wants so badly to be in a relationship with you, but he's not gonna force that on us. Okay, he doesn't force us to do it. He's done his part, and we have to take a step towards him. So if you haven't done this before, if you need to reset, you can do that at any time. God is always open to hear our prayers. He's always listening to what it is that, uh, that we are praying. And so I want to encourage you guys, just constantly be resetting that relationship. Constantly be talking to God and praying to him and, and communicating with him and building up that relationship. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night, God, for... God, for this message from Hosea, Lord, I pray that, God, it would stick in our hearts and we would be able to share it with people. And, and God, we would use this as a way to tell people about you. Lord, that, that we have begun this relationship with you and we know that you are faithful to do what you said you're going to do. And we can trust that and we can believe on that. God, I pray that you would bless each student. Again, keep us, keep us healthy. God, let those who are not sick yet stay that way. God, let nobody get sick who isn't already sick. 
Lord, and those of us that are sick, I pray healing quickly. God, again, for Amanda and for Pastor Todd and for Audrey and for Canada and for, um, God, for Wes, God, and, and whoever else right now is struggling, God, for Russell. Lord, I just pray healing on each body. God, we pray that you bless these guys as they go and as they come back again next week. We thank you. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen.